The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition. With Gary Ray, in our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is February 23rd, 2016. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today is, is, as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV of the State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, Gary. Always good to be with you. <laughs> you know, one of our listeners uh, wrote in today, and they just wanted to let me know that it's she's having a birthday tomorrow on Wednesday. Her name's Judy Burns. Happy birthday, hon, and may all your wishes come true. Bill, last week we had Scott Lee, uh, lead counselor for the Project uh, Sanctuary. What would you think of that program? It was pretty good, wasn't it? Outstanding, Gary. Outstanding. You know, Project Sanctuary actually helps military's families thrive through an evidence-based program built on compassionate advocacy, providing resiliency and re—I re, uh, can't even talk this morning—and reintegration tools and reestablishing hope. They have hosted more than 81 therapeutic retreats since 2007, providing support and services for 655 military families, comprised of over 2,450 individuals. If you missed the live show, be sure to listen to the archive show on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Now, Bill, you had some news about the, the infamous uh, VA benefit claims. <laughs> yes, both of these stories, uh, Gary, uh, uh, it's in, in the benefits area. And unfortunately for our Navy veterans who served in Vietnam, uh, the Department of Veterans Affairs at the federal level has again decided to uh, turn down their filings for uh, service-connected disabilities related to exposure to Agent Orange. They continue to say that the, only those who had what what is called boots on the ground in Vietnam will be uh, considered for those benefits. Now, there is a group of uh, uh, Navy uh, veterans who were serving on ships in the inland waters that they call the Blue Water Veterans uh, they will uh, uh, entertain uh, claims for them. So that's something that we've got to continue to pursue to get that t- turned around. The other, Gary, has a, it, this is a bill that's proposed to have uh-huh. local doctors to conduct disability exams for veterans seeking VA benefits. Makes sense, Gary. You know, many yes. of our veterans are in the r- rural and remote areas, 
and they don't always have the accessibility to get to the VA. So this bill makes sense to be able to have those individuals examined and to help them through the process uh, in seeking their service-connected disability claims. That's phenomenal, Bill. And I think the whole idea here is uh, uh, you need help uh, with these claim forms. Um, and, you know, again, with the, um, what is it, Bill? I think it's the uh, National County of uh, Service Officers. Is that correct? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, County Vet- Veteran Service Officers. Those are local folks uh, in our, and around our counties, and they do a magnificent job, and we continue to uh, recommend them very highly to our veteran community. All right, that's good. That's good. Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Certainly, Gary. Uh, we are honored today to have Cliff Sosamon, who's the executive director for Honor, Courage, Commitment Incorporated. Cliff enlisted in the Marine Corps after high school and served with Operation Uphold Democracy in Haiti before volunteering for Marine Security Guard School in Quantico, Virginia. Cliff served at the American Embassy in Bangkok, Thailand, and the U.S. Consulate in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, where he met Paula, his future wife, and the mother of his two sons. Cliff earned his Bachelor of Arts degree in political science and public policy from Southern Methodist University, I believe that's in Texas. In 2009, Cliff and Paul founded Prisma Staffing in Frisco, Texas. In 2012, they helped co-founded the North Texas Military Association, a 501c319 that supports veterans and service organizations throughout the events. That's a nonprofit organization. In 2014, Cliff began working with Honor, Courage, Commitment to strengthen its 22 Fellowship Veteran Entrepreneurship Program. In October 2015, Cliff became the Executive Director for Honor, Commitment, uh, Courage, Commitment, a role that includes both 22 Fellowship Management and HCC donor relations. Cliff, welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Cliff. Thank you very much, gentlemen. We appreciate that. All right. We also have another guest with us. His name is Jacob Schick. He's a third-generation Marine who epitomizes sacrifice and service, a wounded and thriving veteran and currently the executive director for 22 Kill. After a triple-stack tank mine, detonated below his vehicle in Iraq in 2004, Jake suffered compound fractures in his left leg and left arm, multiple skin, ligament, and bone losses, burns, partial losses of his uh, left hand and arm, amputation due to the knee uh, and his right leg, and traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic stress disorder. Jake has become an advocate for maximizing the potential in people. He motivates people to be better tomorrow than they were today, raise awareness of the super- 
suicide sec, uh, epidemic and draw attention to the statistics that 22 warriors a day die by suicide. Jake has appeared on the James uh, Geldolfi's HBO special, Alive Day Memories, Home from Iraq, as well as 60 Minutes Sports. He also played a role in the Clint Eastwood movie, American Sniper. What, uh, Cliff, why don't you tell us about the honor, courage, and commitment, how it all started? Yeah, so uh, back in 2011, uh, our founder uh, started um, Honor, Courage, Commitment, and it was based on his own experiences. Um, he was a Marine, uh, served in Afghanistan, uh, came back, got his uh, bachelor's degree, and, and started his own business. Uh, and, and while he saw a lot of his, his buddies that he served with were, were having hard times and going down a dark path, and, and uh, some of them actually uh, had committed suicide, he, he wondered... Why am why am I doing well while guys that I served beside are not? Uh, and as he as he looked at it, he realized that he had three things going for him that that uh, most most veterans at the time didn't, and most of the veterans today still don't. And that is number one, he had a mentor. Uh, he had somebody uh, who was you know motivated to see him succeed and, and help guide him down a path, and somebody who held him accountable uh, for his actions and for for things he was doing. Uh, he was formally and non-formally educated himself. If you continue continue that educational path, uh, you're you're learning things every day. Um, and then the third thing was is he was donating time back to his community through community service projects. Uh, and so with those three things, the light bulb kind of went off, and he said, "If I can do that with those three things, so can anybody else." So he started Honor Courage Commitment um, to help create and train veterans to become successful entrepreneurs and community leaders. And those are the three pillars that our organization is formed on uh, and that we put everybody through when they come through our, through our fellowship program or come through the doors to seek guidance and help. Now, Cliff, how, how, are, how is the community uh, responding to, um, you know, honor, courage, and commitment? How are they responding? Pretty well? Oh, absolutely. We've got a lot of support in our community here in North Texas. Um, one of the things that we do on a regular basis through both Honor Courage Commitment and 22 Kill is we are actively engaged in both our uh, veteran service organizations, our community of veteran service organizations here in North Texas, which uh, you gentlemen may know there's quite a few of them. Uh, it's a very, very veteran-friendly atmosphere here in, in uh, North Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So, we engage with all those different organizations, mm-hmm. which allows us a couple of things. It gives us the opportunity to work with veterans, and it gives us the opportunity to help vet out other organizations um, and know who's doing what so that when a veteran comes through our doors and is looking for a specific type of service that we may not, be, that we may not do, it's not in our mission, we know what organizations here are doing those things, and then we're able to guide resources uh, for veterans uh, where they need to go. So, in other words, you can offer a, a lot of help out there, uh, even if you don't have those resources for those veterans. Correct? <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, there's some or- some organizations try to do everything, and, and none of us can do everything, right? Um, both from a personal level or an organizational level, we all kind of have our strengths. So we focus on entrepreneurship from an HCC perspective, and we focus on helping veterans launch their business. We don't right. deal with financial issues. We don't deal with mental health issues. We don't deal with 
um, a lot of those other kind of things, you know, VA services and things like that. So, but we know those people who do. And so we send people to them and then they'll have people going through their organizations and they'll be like, hey, this guy's got a great business idea. Go see the guys over at Honor Creates Commitment. They'll be able to help you out. So uh, it, it's really uh, beneficial for us. The veteran, at, at the end of the day, it's really beneficial for the veteran to be able to get the resources that they need um, that are for, coming from an expert level. Well, that's great, Cliff. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Um, again, uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to also get a chance to uh, talk to um, uh, our guest. <laughs> All right. Just want to make everybody aware that this is for health professionals, so listen up. If you have the opportunity to, to learn more about a clinical approach to the diagnosis and treatment for TBI presented by Mark Gordon, MD, Dr. Gordon knows what he's talking about when it comes to TBI. Be sure to check out uh, the, some of the testimonials that we have on our website. This seminar that he's holding is in Orlando, Florida on May 11th and 12th, 2016. You can learn more about it by going to the American HeroesNetwork.com and going to the news section. You're listening to the American Heroes Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guests, uh, Cliff from The Honor, Courage, and Commitment, and also Jake from 22 Kill. And welcome to the show, Jake. Appreciate you having me. All right. Now, 
I know that I know that uh, we just got done talking about uh, the communities and how they're accepting you, which is ph phenomenal. Uh, again, there's a lot of organizations that uh, uh, do offer other resources, and as long as you're pointing them in the right direction, you can do more than that. Um, so again, I guess we can say that you're almost national, correct? <laughs> yeah, well, we actually, uh, as far as our honorings go, well, we've sold them uh, outside the United States as well. So. We're hoping to uh, go international because apparently uh, warrior suicide is not just a problem in the United States. It is abroad as well. So we like to uh, reach all corners of the earth. Definitely. Bill? Well, Cliff and Jake both, uh, it's great to have you here. Uh, you know, I've always felt that uh, when we entered the military and we served the country, that our government uh, invested heavily in uh, preparing us to do the jobs that we're assigned to do. And oftentimes, uh, you know, we pick up skills, we come back, and we sort of minimize what those skills are and how they can be used in the business world after we take off the uniform. Talk about that a little bit in terms of how you uh, emphasize that that uh, with the uh, veterans that you get to contact with uh, as to how important that is and to moving on into uh, bigger and better things. Well, I can tell you, you know, I, that's something that I struggled with uh, for a while. It took me about six or seven years to figure out what was missing. You know, I, I got out of the military. I hung up my uniform. It's like I hung up my identity. Uh, and I, I didn't really know where I was or where, where, where to go and what was next in my life. Um, you know, and it wasn't until I started getting involved in my community again, uh, which when we founded the North Texas Military Association, getting involved with HCC and getting involved with VFW and stuff like that, that I realized that that's what was missing. What, what it was, I was missing that sense of camaraderie, uh, that sense of brotherhood that I had when I was in the military. And most importantly, I, I lost that sense of purpose. Uh, you know, for a lot of us, you know, we get up to get every day and we go overseas or we work here and we have a, a greater mission, and that's, you know, protecting our brothers to the left and the right of us and, and, and that greater sense of mission of, you know, we're doing this for our country. Working at Amazon or Walmart or in a regular corporate just doesn't have that same <laughs> that same uh, feeling. Uh, you're just getting up and earning a paycheck. And so one of the things we do here is we empower guys and gals to come in and get involved in their community uh, so that you can start to get that sense of purpose back. Um, and I think that's also what 22 Kill is all about. It's, it's about getting that sense of purpose and being a part of something that's greater than yourself. Well, I think you're absolutely correct about that, Cliff. You know, I think one of the things that we face and, and, and most times don't realize it is that when we return to our homes and community from the uh, battlefield and combat, uh, you know, we don't reintegrate uh, as well as we should. And there, there, there are many things that, that, that bring about that, uh, mostly from our service in terms of things that we were a part of and that we witnessed. And uh, that is so important in getting over uh, uh, that hurdle and hurdles such as that. You mentioned earlier about this working relationship that you have with other organizations. 
give us a, a, some sense of understanding how you work with those other organizations and trying to turn the corner with that kind of uh, inability to reintegrate uh, when returning home. Uh, absolutely. So, you know, we've worked with several organizations, like I said, and one of the things we do is we create a working relationship with them. We know what their strengths and weaknesses are. They know what our strengths and weaknesses are. So when a veteran walks in the door or with, with the fact that 22 Kill is nationwide and, and as Jake had alluded to earlier, worldwide, we have veterans who reach out or family members that reach out to us through email or phone calls or through Facebook or social media on, on a daily basis and saying, you know, I or my family member needs help with X, Y, or Z. Having those relationships with those other veteran service organizations allows us to say, perfect, we know a person who can help you. Here's their contact info. Let me introduce you to them. If you're in the Dallas area, we'll actually take them over to services that they need so that they can then have a warm handoff and have that face-to-face interaction and get them going down a path of getting help. And that has to do with everything. I just connected another Marine who's dealing with some VA issues to a VA lawyer over the weekend to help him go through and battle what he's battling with the VA. And that's just one example of hundreds and hundreds of those that we deal with on a monthly basis. Talk a little bit about the business community in terms of your partnering and working uh, relationship there and, and, and getting a, a, a view of what the needs are in the community and how you can prepare uh, veterans who are participating in honor, courage, and commitment to uh, meet those needs and fill those gaps there uh, with, uh, with veterans. Perfect. So one of the things that, I mean, our main focus is our entrepreneurship program. And what we do with that is it's a 12-week program. And I'm going to kind of steer off, but I'll come back. It's a 12-week program. Veterans come through here full-time, Monday through Friday for 12 weeks. We actually pay the veteran a monthly allotment so they can be here and focus on their business. We take these veterans to network business networking events. We, We invite in business leaders, community leaders, successful entrepreneurs, and things of those nature, bring them in to speak to these classes. And our classes are no no larger than eight veterans at a time. And that allows them to create a face-to-face interaction with business leaders and the people who are CEOs and, and successful entrepreneurs to create their network. And if for some reason that veteran's business doesn't pan out, they now have a direct link with somebody in the business community in a leadership role that they can call on, ask questions to, whether it's for business or whether it's for a potential job opportunity later. We work with a couple other organizations here in town. We've started, uh, we've got a relationship with um, Allies in Service, which was started by uh, Dallas Cowboy Roger Staubach, uh, and they do a mentorship program for veterans to help them get into companies. And it's not for just a regular run-of-the-mill job. It's for a career. That's what we're looking to to get these guys and gals on a path of is, you know, when we were in the military, we had a career. Um, Whether you only served two years, four years, eight, or 20, you were on a path for a career, uh, and you were dedicated to a a potential job or a job that you were trained for every day. When we get out, 
we, our goal is to put veterans in those same types of situations and, and putting those with these other organizations, like I mentioned, and individuals allows them to then create those relationships where they can do that again. Great. Uh, and Jake, you, you can uh, uh, jump in on this also. I'm, uh, and I think our audience would be interested in hearing about a few of the success stories that you've had with veterans who've come through the program, uh, you know, without mentioning names, but, uh, you know, giving us uh, the salient facts in terms of how they were when they came in and uh, where they are now in terms of uh, a, a marked difference from when it was when they first showed up. Right. Go ahead and take that. Yeah, okay. Um, And I I can tell you, you know, one of our first veterans who went through our program back in 2011 uh, is now a lawyer, uh, has his own law firm, and has hired as as many as as 15 people that work for him. Um, That's just one example. Um, I'll give you some statistics. In 2015, we had 13 veterans go through our entrepreneurship program. Out of those 13, 10 of them have businesses that are now up and running and creating revenue, and one of them is actually running for the United States Congress here in North Texas. One of those veterans is, a, is an artist uh, out of Austin, and she actually has art that's sitting in the Pentagon right now on a solo display uh, for, the, for a year. So those veterans came in, and when they, when they walked in our door, they had no idea, you know, most of them had no idea what a business plan was, how to create a business plan, how to read a profit and loss statement, uh, how, to, how to do social networking or media uh, to promote their business. Um, and those are things that we taught them, and they're all now running and gunning. And it's, uh, it's a really good thing to see, and, and they're constantly giving us feedback on how they're doing. So, How do they go about signing up? How do they do that? So if there's a veteran out there who's listening today who's interested in our fellowship program, they just need to go to our website, honorcouragecommitment.org. Uh, and right on there, right on the front page, you'll see some information about our 22 fellowship program. Uh, it's fully laid out on the website, all the details about the class. And then there's an application process that we ask them to, to go under. Um, you need to submit a DD-214, uh, a resume. Um, they'll submit a letter of recommendation. And they'll also submit an essay. We ask them to write a 500-word essay on what their goals are, what their business is, and how they plan to achieve them. They submit that, and then we have a a board of individuals that goes through all of those applications, and then we have a selection process after that. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, do they go in front of a a group? Uh, They do. So it's a two-stage process. First, we'll go through their applications, and then we invite mm -hmm. uh, and we we rank all the individuals. It's a very competitive program um, so that we are putting the the individuals who are motivated and dedicated and and of those hard-charging individuals that are are getting ready to make a difference in the world, and we want to give them all the tools and resources that we have to to our ability to help them do that. The second stage of that application process is we bring them in and they do a five-minute pitch, just like if they were on the TV show Shark Tank. They do a five-minute pitch on their business, why they need to be in this program, and what they bring to the program. Because we ask each individual who's in this program to not just come here and learn, but we ask them to teach. And each one of them give back to our organization and to their fellow classmates. Um, 
and then we make a selection process after that, and then like the next class is, is scheduled to start May 31st of this year. That's great. That's great. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We've been talking a lot about the VSP channel, which is the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel lately. Uh, they are the nation's first online broadcast televised channel for veterans and their family members and the veteran service organizations that support them. The warning signs of traumatic brain injury or PTSD and other stress uh, reactions should be something every soldier understands. Every soldier should be able to respond to them quickly enough to save a fellow soldier. Life. Right now, they're looking for funding to complete five new episodes that will help our veterans build confidence as they search for a way to transition back into civilian life. The VSP channel can't do this alone. They need your help. Go to the VSPchannel.com today and learn more about how you can help. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. Voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guests, Cliff from Honor, Courage, and Commitment, and Jake from 22 Kill. Jake, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how 22 Kill came into play sure a uh, a marine and a businessman here in dallas started it in 2013 uh after the statistic that the va did the va came out with saying that 22 warriors they died by suicide and so they decided that's unacceptable and uh started 22 kill which was actually started uh underneath the umbrella of honor, courage, commitment, but it is now its own um, soul-standing 501c3 nonprofit. And so 22 Kill's whole purpose is to spread awareness and to <coughs> gain knowledge of the public to let them know that we're losing 22 of our nation's finest on average every day. 
And we also, um, you know, like I said earlier, we want that to go global. So we're trying to bridge the divide between the civilian sector and the warrior sector and to mutually benefit everyone involved. Because at the end of the day, we can't fight this because it's got to be a one-team, one-fight aspect, just like we have in the military. All right. Tell me, there, you have a very unique uh, situation with the, with the rings. Can you tell us about that? How, who started that? Who came up with that idea? Sure. Uh, yeah, a couple of the guys that, that uh, started 22 Kill uh, came up with wearing the honor ring on the trigger finger. And it is a black ring uh, worn on the index finger to honor all those who served and or serving. And I like the fact that we lose 22 a day to suicide. And if you want one, uh, if you want to join the 22Kill team, we would uh, ask that you go to 22Kill.com and order an honor ring and wear it with pride. That's a, a, you have a great idea there because there's nothing, nothing that can match that. I mean, you can get everybody a hat. <laughs> You're not going to wear that every day. But the idea here with that ring is, is I think it's a great idea, uh, especially wearing it on the trigger finger. Uh, because if they ever thought of a way out, um, they're certainly going to be reminded once they put that ring in front of their face. They're not alone, Absolutely. are they? Absolutely. And that's the whole point behind it, um, because we're just we're losing too many. And, you know, there's been yes. arguments out about, well, you know, not all 22 are post-9-11 and the... the the numbers are myth, and I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. I don't really pay attention to it because at the end of the day, I've buried a lot of my brothers, some that I fought with personally in Iraq. And so, you know, if, if you want to sit here and fight the statistic and say that it's it's not accurate or whatever else, it's, you know, that you're, you're going to waste my time and uh, anyone else's time who really cares about fighting a good fight. Because at the end of the day, even though the, a large number of the 22 are Vietnam veterans, if we don't stop that now. Where's my generation? Where's Cliff and I's generation going to be in 30, 40 years? You know, what right. are we going to do? Well, we have to fi- we have to fix it now. We have to reverse course and say, you know what, this is unacceptable and our government needs to take responsibility and realize that, you know, there's got to be some type of train out model for these warriors. You can't just pat them on the butt and say, "Hey, great work. See you later. Good luck in life." There's got to be some type of, of Training that takes place before the reintegration process in the civilian sector, because as we all know, that is not an easy transition. I mean, it's one of the most difficult transitions I've ever experienced. And I was, I, you know, I obviously took a pit stop on the way out of the Marine Corps because I had a bad day at the office in Iraq. But um, you know, even when I got out of the hospital after 18 months, you know, I was a government issued drug addict. It wasn't anybody's fault, but you know, after having 46 operations, that's just the way it is. Wow. Um, and so I, I self-medicated, which, you know, unfortunately, a lot of warriors are really good at. Yes. And, and, you know, we can't go to the VA and then have pills thrown at us again. That's just not an answer. I realize that it's uh, it's an easy and cost-effective way to treat warriors, uh, but it's not physically or emotionally effective. And we've got to pick different ways because this is one of the reasons we're losing these warriors. Right. <laughs> 
You know, that that is, uh, we're hoping for 2016 to make a difference with everybody. These, you know, again, there's, uh, well, I can't remember the exact percentage, but if, if there's a suicide in the family, you know, then um, uh, what's going to happen is maybe a family member uh, might even commit suicide. Um, this, the 22 a day is actually a low figure. Uh, so absolutely, you're right. You know, yep. We we have to make everyone aware of what's actually going on out there. And you're right. As far as I hear that every day about the VA, you know, uh, I'm not going to go. That's all they want to do is give me uh, drugs. Um, it's sad because it, there's a proper way to do it. Uh, so without knowing those proper ways to do it, uh, I can see where they're in a big bind. Is that correct, Bill? Well, I absolutely, uh, 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 Jerry, uh, Gary, and and Jake. Uh, you know, I'm I served in Vietnam, 1967-1968, and I tell you, the, the stunning statistic to me today is that uh, uh, during the uh, Vietnam War, we lost 58,210 of our brave men and women on the battlefield, and because of a lot of the things that you just mentioned of self-medication, uh, anxiety, uh, uh, and, and those kinds of things, we have extinguished ourselves in greater numbers uh, with suicides, Vietnam veterans, than we lost on, on the battlefield. And uh, I think a, a lot of times, uh, you know, our governments see us like a Navy ship, you know, when when the war is over, they send us to dry dock and put us in, in mothballs. And, 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 and that's got to change around, in my opinion. 22 yes. a day, I think, is important that we continue to look at that, Jake. But, uh, you know, that study, as I recall, was done in 2012 by the, uh, the, the VA at the national level. And the statistical information that they used was from 21 states around the country. You know, uh, just about uh, more than half of the other states that didn't report. So it's probably even more so uh, statistically than what it is. And it, it really demands our attention to deal with this situation because, you know, we got to hope that it gets better rather than get, get, continue to be like it is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, uh, thank you for your service and welcome home. It's important that we tell all of our Vietnam veterans that because, unfortunately, uh, our country went through a spout of stupidity during that war and after. And so, one, I apologize, and two, welcome home. But uh, absolutely, we know the numbers higher. That's why when, when I hear these reports or these you know, off-the-cuff blog posts from whoever saying that, you know, it's not 22 a day and it's the 22 bandwagon and calling it all this crap. I just, I strongly disagree because, you know, it's, there's a difference between knowing someone who knows a warrior who's died by suicide and then you being directly affected from a warrior that you fought next to in combat doing it. And it makes it very real. And, uh, you know, I've experienced too much, and I mean, I'm 33 years old, and I've gone to double that in funerals, and uh, I'm sick of burying my family members, being in that of being that of uniform, and so yeah, I'm gonna keep fighting the good fight, and anyone who wants to, man, I don't care 
how many people write blogs or post about the number not being accurate or whatever else. Um, again, I just I can't stress enough how much I do not care about their uh, feeble opinion. Well, Jake, you know, uh, unfortunately, our VA today is our fathers, our grandfathers, and our great-grandfathers' VA. Uh, You know, in the World War II and prior, uh, the the great majority of us who served at that time came from the urban areas. Today, the great majority of the folks who serve uh, come from the rural and remote areas. And by being in those, coming from those areas where there's challenges for the services that we need to address the kinds of situations with 22 a day, we're not, uh, uh, we're just not on top of, you know, in, in some areas, a, a veteran may have to travel five and a half hours round trip if the transportation is available to get to the uh, VA hospital and come back for 15 or 20 minute uh, uh, medical appointment. Doesn't make sense. And especially if those services are available locally or in a reasonable radius of where that uh, veteran uh, is residing, it would be much more helpful. And those are the kinds of things that I think we've got to continue to push on. And I think you guys are right on target for that to take care of them medically and at the same time do what we can to get them to a point where they feel their self-worth and that's starting out with employment and something that makes a lot of sense for them to do. That's correct. fortunate that the VA is in the situation it's in because there's a massive trickle-down effect that is affecting all generations of warfighters, and it's unacceptable. I mean, at the end of the day, I hear from senators and congressmen say, well, you know, it's the, it's the most well-funded government entity. Yeah, well, you know what? If you have, uh, you know, say you have a, a pile of crap and then you dump a big chunk of money on it, then what do you have? You have a well-funded pile of crap. That's right. It's, it's just, at the end of the day, it is what it is, and no one wants to call it what it is because, you know, Let's just be honest, for the most part, the higher, just like any other government entity, the higher standards aren't there. Doesn't matter. I mean, then you have not only are you a federal employee, but then unionized on top of that. I mean, let's be serious. When you can't fire an employee, that's a problem. In the private sector, if some of these things went on, they would be gone that day. Gone that day. Not change, well, we'll just put them in another department. It's just so bureaucratic and there's so much red tape and they wonder why there's warriors dying waiting to, to get to get health care. Yes. You know, it's, it's ridiculous to me. And listen, if these senators and congressmen can go anywhere they want to get health care, but I can't, I, I have one question for them. What did you do for this country that's so much more important than that I did that you get to go wherever you want, but I've got to go to... Uh, a, a hospital that operates uh, off of 1960s standards, and and I'll have to wait about eight or nine months to just see a uh, regular practitioner. I want to know what they did that's so much more important, or what they do that's so much more important than what I did or what I do in in my public service now. I want to know, and because yes. I've asked several of them that, and guess what they say? Absolutely nothing. 
but they right. can't answer why our health care is the way it is. But, but yet they get all these bells and whistles. It's because of, you know, listen, it, it, it just is what it is, and I'm sorry, but I call it like I see it, and I'm not going to hold any punches. It's oh. a, you know, the VA system is a pile of crap, and the government needs to just get their head out of the sand and realize that, you know, it's because of them and people wearing suits and ties in Washington, D.C., that we're in the problem that we're in with the VA and our veterans. Period. End of story. That's true. That's true. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Do you own a business? Do you feel your merchant account is taking extra money out of your pocket with back-end charges? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are a national merchant service company, and Josh Cole is the owner. Give him a call right now. He will save you money every month. That's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. At Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Cliff, from the uh, Honor, Courage, and Commitment, and Jake from 22 Kill. Jake, you wanted to talk about uh, uh, the, the Operation 22 uh, that you launched this month. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. It's an initiative of uh, 22 Kill. It's um, a fundraising initiative, and what it is is you can go to our website and sign up for Operation 22, where you pledge to give $22 a month. And that's the easy part, right? Giving the money or writing the check is the easy part. But people ask me all the time, Jake, how can I get more involved? How to help warriors and families? Well, this is it. You sign up, you do the $22 a month, but then you find 22 like-minded patriots to do the same thing. And that way we're all force multiplied. 
good, and we're all moving. Can you get an honoring? Engraved Operation 22 on it, as well as Yes. Again, yeah, there's... So, yeah, what he was saying was um, uh, when you sign up, uh, you'll get a, one of our honor rings that has our Operation 22 logo on it so you can continue to help spread the message for what we're doing. I will also send you a, 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 tw- a T-shirt that has the Operation 22 logo on it and the 22 kill uh, logo on it so that you can, you can continue to spread that message. Uh, once, once an individual goes out and, re- and recruits 22 other individuals to join that mission, uh, we'll send them a, a special Operation 22 and 22 kill challenge coin. Um, and for those of us who serve in the military, we, we know the significance behind the challenge coin. So um, that, that's really the initiative, and it's just trying to continue to uh, spread the message. The funds we raise, uh, we then are tagging to go to other organizations that we partner with, like I spoke about earlier, uh, to help veterans uh, with, and help those organizations be able to su- complete their missions as well. I forgot to mention the challenge coin. My apologies. I got blown up, so blame the Taliban. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Again, there's a storm going on where, where Jake is, and uh, uh, that's why we're hearing a couple clicks every now and then. But go ahead with that, uh, Jake. Yeah, that's this is a, a really cool initiative that we've come up with at uh, 22 Kill, and it's just something that we we really strongly believe in. Because the the better we do, the better organizations that we're partnered with are, are going to do. And at the end of the day, you know, we're all fighting for the greater good. We're all trying to better our brothers and sisters' lives and their families. And so this is a, a really cool avenue that we have set up for people to be a part of that. That's phenomenal. Again, uh, why don't you have a, uh, why don't you give us your URL for Twenty Two Kill, which is pretty simple, but why don't you let our listeners know about it? <laughs> Sure, yeah, it's www.22kill.com, and you can log on and look at the other merchandise we have as well, because obviously the more visible it is, uh, the more awareness it's going to get spread, and so uh, we'd appreciate anyone checking it out. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, I'll tell you what, we only have a couple of minutes left, and uh, Cliff and Jake, it was a pleasure having you on our show this morning. Um and we'll go with you first, Cliff. Uh, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? You know, just for anybody out there who's listening uh, from an HCC perspective, anybody who's listening who's like, I got a business idea and I don't know what to do next, go to our website, send us an email. You can send me an email as well personally. It's real easy. It's cliff, C-L-I-F-F, at veteran.me. Send me an email, go to our website, and um, we'll see how we can help you out, uh, whether it's part of being part of the program or being other resources that we can help from a business perspective. We'd be glad to do it, and um, that's what we're here for. And just for any veteran out there who's listening, you know, I want to say thank you for your service. We appreciate you, brothers and sisters, and, and um, we're here to help any way we can. All right. I appreciate it. Jake? Yeah, I would just like to say uh, – for those who are out there who are struggling and that wore the uniform that even didn't listen, I get it. I've, I've been there. Um, I was severely wounded in 2004 and, uh, I've had 46 operations and 23 blood transfusions. And I, I self-medicated with painkillers. And let me tell you right now, I don't care how bad things are or what's going on with your finances or your family life or what have you. Uh, everything that I've been through in this life, uh, I've learned this, that this life without question is worth living. 
So do not give up the fight. If things will get better, you just have to decide that you're going to keep fighting and you're going to move forward. Just like we did in the military, know that we're here for you. We're still one team, one fight. We're all in the spinning ball of chaos, so we might as well band together and do epic things while we can because at the end of the day, none of us are getting out alive. That's phenomenal. Oh, before before I uh, before I Bill, before I let you go ahead and uh, give your last words, also, um, Cliff, who's who's the one? Is that your email program? Uh, the veterans is that yes. part of? Um, that... So our our original founder of Honor Courage Commitment uh, and Twenty Two Kill. That's uh, that's the business that he has, has started. It's called Veteran um, and so he's the one who runs that part of the thing. And and any veteran can join as long as they have proof that they're a veteran. Absolutely. That's that's great. That's great. Bill, what would you like to share? Well, Cliff and Jake, thank you very much for taking your time today to be with us uh, on the show. Uh, we certainly salute your service and commitment to this country and serving, uh, but you continue to serve, and that that service is valuable. It's necessary. And um, uh, we think that uh, we've got to do it ourselves. It's like uh, veterans helping veterans. So continue the great work, and hopefully we can have both of you to come back and, uh, and be guests with us again. I certainly enjoyed having you here today. Thank you very much, sir. We greatly appreciate the opportunity. Once very again, well. gentlemen. Thank you. Once again, gentlemen, it was a pleasure having you on the American Heroes Network Radio. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website. And yes, you can hear all the archived shows right from your phone. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, on any mobile device. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.